I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and in this episode, I want to explore the idea of history repeating itself, right? We heard that those who uh, fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it, right? Um, so we're going to talk about that idea and how it actually impacts our lives today, right? Or at least as I see it, you know, and certainly it's just going to be a jumping off point. Um, I'm going to be go as in-depth as possible, but of course... You know, there's only so much I can cover within a certain amount of time. But before I get into things, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already. That way you get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So, let's get into this. Why is this top of mind for me? Well, number one, I... When I look back at the past few years, there's so many missed opportunities uh, that we had and we never took, right? And then more specifically, when I look at the current state of the world right now, this talk of potentially World War III, it indicates to me, like, I, I ask myself the question of how did we get here, Right? And what it shows to me is that there are patterns in history that we are just unwilling, I guess, I don't know, to break. And that's what's so weird. Because when you look at, and some people are saying, you know, uh, in terms of America, like, the reason why so many people are in the know about, because generally most people don't concern themselves with foreign policy to this level, and so the thought is that, you know, basically almost, uh, you know, three years into the pandemic that people are just so tired, they needed something else to focus on, right? And that Ukraine is like this thing that is able to unite us, right? Now, whether it is or is not, I'm not going to argue that. But what I will argue, if that is true, it's like, well, we had the opportunity of a global pandemic to unite us as as a world, right? And that's what's so frustrating to me is, is this idea that why are we still in today's day and age fighting ourselves versus all the stuff in the world that if we just rallied behind, we could help solve, right? Whether it is famine, whether it is, you know, the pandemic, like we could have, right? Um, disease, right? There's so many diseases out there beyond just COVID-19. Why are we not finding that? Climate change, right? All these, the quality of living. These are all things that we could, in theory, rally behind. And yet, every day, we choose not to, quite literally. We just don't. Uh, obviously, and you know, there are people who are fighting the good fight in that sense. But in terms of the movers and shakers, it does not seem to be you know, progress seems slow from the outside. And that's what brought this all about. It it is very frustrating. And what's worse is that Ukraine is not the only example of this. Meaning there are literally wars out there happening beyond the Ukraine war that most people have no clue about. There are wars that have happened in the past several years that most people no clue about, right? So part of it is what we choose to focus on uh, and, you know, how 
movers and shakers, essentially, and that includes the media of, of where the attention goes, you know, what we focus on and so forth. And because of that, it, it, there's a lot we've missed. And part of it may be that life today moves very fast. You know, it's tough for me to compare because, you know, I didn't live in the 1900s. I didn't live in the 1800s and so forth. But when you kind of look at certainly Stoic writing, a lot of the things that they faced in terms of, you know, uh, Seneca, I believe, writes about this where, you know, he'd be trying to write something. But um, underneath him, there was the noise of people outside and there was construction and so forth, right? So how is that different uh, than today, like if you live in New York City, right? And you're trying to do something. So there are, you know, patterns that we all face throughout human history, you know, frustrations and, and life things that we all deal with. And yet we don't seem to to learn from those things um, in that way. Or we don't, in a weird way, find comfort through that. We always think of our existence as different. And that's why I think we find ourselves in these patterns, you know, literally like less than 100 years, you know, the, the, the fact that there's like talk of, you know, whether it will happen or not, the fact that it it is at least a possibility to whatever degree that World War III could happen, right? Like it's it's insane to me in that sense when 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 focus could go to so many needed things in a sense if we just broke out of the patterns, right? That's what's that's what's so frustrating to me. You know, I've talked about this in the past, like the pandemic for me was an opportunity to unite the world towards like, you know, uh, bettering things. But specifically for America, we could have um, chosen better health care for people and we could have gotten people more fit. And I mean that in the sense of exercise and diet because our diets are shit. And, you know, one of the reasons why we we're so susceptible was because of you know the the not not only what we eat in terms of processed food but our lack of exercise and I, i'm not saying that alone would have prevented covid um and deaths and things like that that's not what i'm saying but it was a nuance that we didn't talk about and we just put this entire faith into the vaccine right we're all about preventative things and it's not to say that i'm, I'm not anti-vax i've i've, I've gotten the vaccine I'm boosted and things like that. I think it's a wonderful tool, but it is a tool rather than just the solution, right? And and we don't like to deal with nuance in terms of things uh, like this. And that's why we can't break out of these patterns. You know, I really thought that this would be an opportunity to advance society, at least within America, for the better. But it seems uh, that... We, we've gotten stagnant, right? When it comes to Ukraine, what's, what's interesting to me is this idea that 
that ultimately I'm not against the sanctions and kind of the actions that are taken. I just also don't like the idea of the gloating and the rah, rah, rawness of it. Meaning, you know, the, the, the people that are being harmed in terms of the sanctions are the everyday Russians, right? And let's assume for a moment that like the, 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 those that, that, that don't mind the West, meaning U.S. and you know, other European countries, um, how long does that sentiment stand when we've literally like basically gutted the, 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 their lives, right? They're the ones who suffer most from this. No different than the sort of raw, the, the, the idea of here, like we have to, okay, we have to do what we can, you know, um, we're going to rally, you know, and help Ukraine. And if that means higher gas prices, then so be it. But how long is that going to stick for the everyday person, right? Who, who, who's already struggling to get by. And again, I'm not saying I'm against these things. I'm just saying there's a way to go about doing certain things with a tact and a humility rather than this like beating of the chest and let's go, you know, uh, we got we got to fight to to save Ukraine. And so like just this, this escalatory rhetoric and action in general. Right? And listen, it's a good energy. You want that. You want that, right? So I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But I think it has to be, again, why couldn't, why couldn't we have channeled that for things before this, before they ever got here? You know? And I'm not saying like, I'm not saying like in terms of the blame, in terms of that there, there was something preventable about, about Ukraine, but I'm just going back to, to, you know, my two examples really are the pandemic and Ukraine. And so in terms of the pandemic, it's like, for me, the U.S. could have really stepped up and been a leader in terms of handling this, right? We could have, we, we, we could have created the vaccine and distributed it and like so forth. And yet Cuba really took charge of that in terms of global distribution and almost embarrassed the U.S. And then the U.S. kind of started getting their act together and distributing the vaccine in that sense to, to third world countries and so forth. Really quite fascinating. So none of this is meant to alarm you or depress you, even though I don't necessarily have like the solution or, you know, arousing optimistic ending note for all of this. But in a sense, what does help is just studying history for me, right? Uh, Interestingly enough, you know, right now I'm reading The Invisible Woman. And it's about, it's a fiction book, but it's based on you know, true life events about, um, about basically uh, Americans and, and the Brits um, having secret networks in France right before D-Day and arming just everyday French people so that way when D-Day happened, there was essentially going to be guerrilla warfare 
um, and sabotage of like, you know, transport and so forth against the Germans. So that way, like, you know, they could win the war, essentially. And I, I bring that up simply because when, you, as I said earlier, when you start to look at history, you, you look at the points that are similar, right? They're different, but, the, but, but yet, yet similar in nature. And so there's some level of comfort I find within that, that in spite of everything that's happened in the world, we're still here and there are still beautiful things and the world will keep on turning. You know, that's a big theme of that book is, uh, you know, a lot of the characters are like, you know, how can, you know, it's the struggle of like celebrating, you know, joyous moments and, you know, how does the world keep turning when there's been so much bad stuff that's happened and so forth. And yet it does. Right. And we kind of find our way through it. Um, and it's not to say to dismiss it. I think, you know, there's a lot of people certainly <laughs> just that dealt with that, that could have benefited from heavy therapy. And that's the thing, you know, I think all of us, if anything, should start to be a little bit more humble, show gratitude for the things that we do have. And yeah, just, you know, when we talk about self-help and doing the work, it's in service of something, right? It's, it's, this idea, it's, it's, it's not an excuse to just allow narcissism. But it's to find your place within the world, in, in essence, and bring some goodness to it. You know, so I think if there is a message to anything that I've said, I think it's that. It's this idea that, yeah, we have to. The, the, there's there's terrible things in the world, but there's also beautiful things in the world, and we have to recognize both and honor the good stuff. And do what we can against the negative, right? Um, I talk a lot about this notion that when we think of the domino effect, we think of the totality, right? But we never consider the domino. And all the domino, a single domino has to do is affect one domino in front of it, right? Meaning it has to fall down and hit it. And so in that sense, we, if we want a better world, the simplicity of it all is just to affect positively those within your vicinity, right? Because it could be very disheartening to look at images of Ukraine and, and feel guilty by what you have and heartbroken by what's going on. Trust me, I know. But the way to help is... You know, what can you do that's an immediate thing, you know? And yes, that can mean perhaps donating money to organizations that are there. Sure. But, but, but you know, I, we, we have to get beyond the idea that we alone can save the world. And then that's okay. And that, yeah, progress is a steady drumbeat. And we are part of that if, if we choose to. And that's not wasted effort. Right? 
when when I when I brought up the the Invisible Woman, what's what's interesting, you know, what's amazing about that book is it it helps you realize that without so many dedicated people doing such seemingly small acts, you know, who knows how World War II would have turned out. And so when I look at the pandemic, I think there's many missed opportunities. And I like to end on the idea that there's, there's things that we have to deal with head on in terms of the world right now. Let's not miss those opportunities because it might be too late. Thank you for taking time to tune in and listen to what I have to say. As always, you are welcome to comment, give your thoughts, your opinions, or ask questions if you have them. Happy to answer. You can do that down in the comment section below or hit me up on social media. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time.